0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, or E-L-I-5, the weekly podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Kevin. So today we're talking about drones and quadcopters. I love those things. Yeah, they've become much more popular in the last couple of years. Uh, So why don't we start with why it is that Mm -hmm. remote-controlled quadcopters or drones uh, have become a thing recently. Isn't the technology exactly the same as it always used to be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, China and kind of mass
1: production has really dramatically reduced the cost of these electronics. You know, back in my day, I think I spent about $300 on a one-axis gyro Mm for my RC helicopter. But quadcopters these days, they have these three-axis gyros and only like maybe $150 or something. Um, And also adding the fact that uh, these lithium-ion batteries have plummeted in price enough to become very mainstream. Uh, some of this is definitely due to the advent of the smartphone, which is very good for battery tech in general. Well, that's an important market timing connection the smartphone. Mm hmm. Yeah. QuarkArpers actually share many components with smartphones. Um, they have to have a pretty large rechargeable battery. Uh, they need sensors like cameras and accelerometers. Uh, they require microprocessors to control and compute all of the information from the sensors. So just like how smartphones have gotten cheaper and more
0: powerful over time, this translated you know pretty well to to quadcopters. I think we're going to get into this, but why do remote-controlled quadcopters need such advanced components? Yeah, yeah. Um, so years ago, flying this type of vehicle is pretty difficult.
1: However, the advances... Uh, in technology have helped a lot of the more recent models to have much more stability and easy control mm. You know in order to fly a quadcopter properly It requires uh, control of the rotor blades angles as well as the speed mm. So these two elements allow all sorts of these fancy aerobatic stunts and tricks, right? Yep. So from an engineering perspective RC quadcopters receive a lot more electronic assistance these days mm. uh, because of that they can remain stable in the air with little trouble unlike a helicopter Uh, RC helicopters require a much greater amount of flying skills. So while they have a higher learning curve, today's technology has helped flying help helicopters be a bit smoother than years ago. You know, for example, you can find a model uh, with a degree control setting that
0: aids to increase its stability. Makes sense, and it kind of explains why quadcopters and drones are good for photography. Exactly. You know, photography is an ideal use case
1: for this type of device because it can handle the command of the radio signal in a very stable way. Unlike RC helicopters that can be a bit wobbly, right? Uh, therefore, the pictures uh, from quadcopters
0: are much more clear and picturesque. So if remote-controlled quadcopters are more stable um, and the design is superior now that you've got these components that can manage some of the feedback systems and so on, why not build full-scale helicopters to reflect quadcopter designs? Uh-huh. Um, why don't we see like giant quadcopters <laughs> as opposed to helicopters? I think we see them in some sci-fi movies.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, in real life, you know, uh, copters,
1: quad, quadcopters don't have any special inherent stability. That's yes, kind of the main yes. problem. You know, When you increase the power of one of the rotors to pitch, the increasing pitch will not do anything to the power difference and therefore the, the pitching moment. So the advantage of quadcopters is that the rotors can be uh, fixed pitch while single rotor helicopters need complex control mechanisms. Right. So, so while this is a huge advantage, <clears throat> while this is a huge advantage for the small-scale devices that we could play with, where each rotor can be powered by its own simple electric motor, uh, the complexity of either additional engines or long transmission shafts when we scale it big actually outweigh any advantage from the simpler rotors in a full-scale vehicle. So basically, you know, <clears throat> as size increases, the fixed propeller quadcopters actually have more disadvantage than conventional helicopters.
0: There are some large size quadcopters, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, some of the earliest helicopter designs actually used a
1: quadcopter approach uh, because it just kind of made sense back then. More rotors, more lift, right? Right. Uh, but it was pretty. It was dropped soon afterward because, like I said, it has a number of disadvantages. Uh, mostly because back then, uh, before computer controls, it required too much pilot work to maintain that level of stability. Uh, it's only because those RC or drone. Quadcopters are so small that most of the stability can be controlled by computers, you know, making a ton of these micro-adjustments every second. Um, but when you scale it up, you know, even these days, computers that can help maintain the stability, it would take a lot more work as the instability also increases with that big size and heavy weight. And because you also increase the mass of the blades and thus the momentum, you know, making these adjustments take longer too. It's not, it's just not as easy to make these small micro adjustments, which is the main advantage of the smaller size quadcopters.
0: So would it help if a full scale helicopter could use an electric motor, like the small quadcopters? Yes, but this is another area where again, as
1: size increases, the disadvantages also increase. Mm. So the reason is that when you scale like an airfoil up, the lift it produces increases with its area. Right, so right. that grows with the second power of size, right, but its weight actually increases with volume, which Got grows it. with the third power of size here. So therefore, models have much more lift for weight and can afford simple but relatively heavy batteries, while full-size aircraft need
0: like propulsion systems with much higher power density. I've also heard that there's a safety argument.
1: Oh, of course. You know, if a, if a multi-rotor flying machine fails, it fails pretty catastrophically. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no gliding in a drone. Uh, but
0: a helicopter can actually glide. Ah, yes. Explain gliding in a helicopter.
1: So so in case of a power failure, helicopters can still glide to the ground and still land vertically using this thing called autorotation. Mm. So uh, since the rotor rate, rotating speed can't be changed without power, controlling the helicopter during such maneuver requires variable pitch rotor. So there goes the main advantage of quadcopters
0: uh so to end on the safety argument helicopters are more human controllable uh but with a quadcopter if the software has a bug or Uh if you unplug the battery there's no hope
1: there's really no hope you will just crash catastrophically
0: well what a great (laughs) note to end on then did you learn something new today if you did send us a tweet at eli5 the podcast just tweet us a thumbs up or send requests for future episodes as always, a big thank you to the subreddit, Explain Like I'm Five. We will see you all next week.